If you like the detail, even keep the car clean. Here's a brain you gotta try. Car hyperclean. Use ceramic snow for the hydrophobic foam. You can use the bug to remove the guts. When I'm looking for protection, then I reach for the slick. Cause it leaves a nice gloss and it's super quick. If you like the detail, even keep the car clean. Here's a brain you gotta try. And it's called hyperclean. And welcome. Welcome to the Cleaner Cast for another episode. And boys, it's gonna be a good one. Did you enjoy that intro or what? Our buddy Jay Suds over on TikTok. Gave us a little hyperclean wrap, custom intro to start us off. And that's how you get the party started. So go follow my buddy Jay Suds over on TikTok. Some uh, some good talent there. And we're available as a podcast and uh, Anchor, Spotify, Apple. Subscribe, rate, review, all that good stuff. So, as you know, we got a giveaway to get to, but we got to introduce our Canadian cohort. He is Mr. Alex Dewar at Bucky VW. What's happening, buddy? Hello, hello. Happy Friday to everybody. How you doing? Our Did first you know, giveaway. Yeah, first giveaway. But how'd you like the intro? It was very good. I enjoyed that <laughs> quite a bit. That was my little secret I'm glad, mission you, for you this week. You told me about it, but then I didn't listen to it. So I'm like, okay, got to keep it exciting. And yeah, it's pretty good. I like it. Yep. So big it's shout good. out he to did him. That just a couple hours ago, he put that together for us. So good stuff. Oh, really? Nice. So yeah, we got to read our newest review. And then we'll get into... Our giveaway for uh, Glovebox. Glovebox teamed up with us to give away his T-shirt for reviews mm-hmm. for our podcast. So if you dropped us a written review over the whole length of the show, I think we had nine or ten. Uh, you got you got them over there. How many we got? Ten. We got one, two, three. It's ten. Four. We'll say ten. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, let's, let's uh, say ten. Let's yeah, read 10. this review. So our newest review is from Tugger or Tug R. I don't know if he's trying to be funny with that name there. Awesome podcast. Five stars. These guys are doing something a bit different and that they get some top tier guests from the detailing industry who crack eggs of knowledge on all our heads. Definitely worth a listen. That's right. We're cracking eggs every week. Mm-hmm. Bringing the hits with some really, really top notch companies and uh, mostly smaller brands, too, that you probably even never heard of. So, yeah, we're getting the party started. So, Dewar, let's check out some uh, glove box shirts that you can possibly win. Uh-huh. And this, uh, let's do it. Let me get this out the way. Pop this up here. Let's check out these shirts. So, we got the, got the Vice shirt. We got the Astronaut shirt. We got the Motto shirt. We got my favorite shirt, which I'm wearing right here. It's the Hulkster, dude. Because let me tell you something, dude. When you're out there detailing, brother, it's hot out there, dude. So, it's like Andre the Giant's <laughs> got you in that bear hug, brother. So when you throw on a detail shirt from Glovebox Detail, like the Hulkster shirt, brother, you can body slam the rest of that detail, brother. But anyway, that's my favorite shirt. What's your favorite shirt, Dewar? I like the clean and simple, clean driver repeat, personally. But the uh, I like the uh, little TikTok inspiration shirt too. That's pretty funny, dude. Because that's your shirt. I mean, yeah, they're all they're cool. all kind of cool. So the vice is neat too to kind of give that '90s look, '80s look. So. Yeah. They style and profile. And all right, dude, let's pick us a winner. Yeah, so I have a hat from our friends over at IK. And I'm going to throw oh, nice. all the names in. They're all here. So we got Tugger. We got Justin Gard, Mako Dale. We got Martin with two eights, Hillbilly Hog, Bummy G, Baker's Dad, Sky Dizzle 66, 910 Asterix, and Dan Hunsinger. Appreciate so, you, gentlemen, for all the five-star reviews. I'm going to put this over my head, and I'm going to 
just so we're not cheating here. All right. It's going to be this one right here. Dustin Guard. Dustin Guard from the Detail Spot, a fellow podcaster. Congratulations. He earned, he earned him a free shirt. So, Dustin, go pick you out a shirt. And, very cool. Uh, <laughs> G. Davis is very scientific. That's right, dude. Yep. It's the uh, the yeah. Canadian way. Yep. Yeah. yeah, just hit us up, Dustin Guard. I'll hit, I'll hit you up if you, if you don't see this episode. And give me your information. I'll get it to Fred. But, all right. Let's get into this episode. We got the HyperClean team on from the HyperClean store. They've got uh, some top quality microfiber just got in the store. They've got uh, sprayers, all kind of new stuff. Every time you look at the dang website, there's new stuff being added to it. So I just thought, mm-hmm. let's have them back on. Let's talk about how they uh, continue just to add all this top quality stuff and what their opinion on the microfiber is and how it syncs up with the brand. Uh, so, yeah, everybody, this is HyperClean. We've got Marshall Hill, Nick Walters. It's the dudes from the HyperClean store. Professional podcasters. What's happening, people? What's up, everybody? And Nick comes in with the crispy What's happening? Mic. Glad to have you guys back. Yeah. Yep, good to have you. Oh, Thanks for having us. Back on, yeah. And Marty, I know it's 5 o'clock somewhere. You got us a drink review this time? It's yeah. 5 o'clock somewhere, my I'm God. ready for you this time. <laughs> oh, man, I just went back to uh, one that's funny. I was talking to Nick about it earlier, and he was like, wait, you really like Captain? I'm like, yeah, man, I love Captain. Captain and Coke, man. I just uh, had a, a buddy of mine. We're actually born on the same. We found this out. We're born on the exact same day. And we didn't find that out until, you know, I was driving around distributing product and he was a detail shop. And a lot of times I'd roll back through it. He'd be my last stop coming out of Oklahoma City. And man, he loved rum. I loved rum. We'd crack open and enjoy a drink together at the end of the day. And Found out we were we both had the same exact birthdays. We love Captain, you know, like Captain and Coke to close out Fridays. One of the best ways to do it. There you go. Kicking it back on a Friday. Nick, what you drinking over there? Nothing. Water. Uh, we H2O. got water. I'm still I'm still in my shop, so you know we're we're still working over here. We're trying to get the the day wrapped up, but yeah, I see. I see. Uh, have a pretty busy day, man. Oh, I got me a monster over here. I guess I'll crack it. Crack it open. Hey, what time is it there? I mean, you're, you're going to be up all night, dude. Yes, yes, I will. <laughs> <laughs> Dewar, you got anything? I have some Canadian glacier water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, we're the most exciting crew there is around yep. here. Oh, yeah. All right, well, let's open it up with a little fun. We got some buyer sales. Uh, uh, I guess you will throw it over to HyperClean. We opened last time. I had to hit y'all. With some buyer sales, y'all hit us with some buyer sales. Start us off with today. Oh, we oh I, we thought we were supposed to just have our own buyer sales. We're supposed <laughs> to ask you a question of buyer sales. You ain't got nothing for us. We read that wrong. No, we thought. We yeah, were... we read. Marty gave me the wrong advice here. He goes, "Hey, Jim, <laughs> oh, we have a buyer sell ready." He's like, "Hey, what are you buying? What are you selling?" He didn't tell me it was a question to you guys. <laughs> yeah, wow, dude. <laughs> Way to go, Marty. Way too much right. coke here early on a Friday, evidently. We, we like to spice things we're up. We're all a doing bit. our own buy and sell. <laughs> we we came up with our own buy and sell. All right. Well, do where you got one. Yeah, the uh, buyer sell the two bucket method to spice there things up a little bit. Okay. I, I'll go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll sell it. Uh, actually, yep. uh, it's pretty simple. There's zero way 
to get every piece of debris out of your wash media to then go into your clean bucket again. So by the time, if we're all being honest, if you use a white bucket, two white buckets, by the time you uh, get to the end of your wash in your supposed clean bucket of soap, you'll see dirt in the bottom, dirt in the water. So it's not really an opinion. I guess the question would be, do you find it to be the cleanest way to wash a car? And if there's dirt in the bottom of your clean bucket, which 100% of the time there is for anybody, mm-hmm. is it the best and most, uh, you know, complete way to wash a car? No, it isn't. Well, uh, yeah, I, I got mixed. And I know I, this is what I give people that come on the community pub. And I'm they're like, well, it could go both. I'm like, no, you got to pick one. So, all right, I <laughs> I... I just never really used a two bucket method. So I guess I'll have to sell it. Like I, I get it from the aspect of rinsing off and then going into, you know, a a fresh bucket. And I get that. But most of the time, you know, as mobile detailers, we're doing waterless and, you know, Mm -hmm. waterless into a rinseless, we're just a single bucket, you know, like spray down the waterless. And then we just use towels and we, go and wipe the car with the towels that are in the rinseless bucket. And then we just discard the towel. Or if we're straight waterless, we just use a towel and then we put it in the laundry. So I've never, I just, I've never really been in a situation where I'm having to use two buckets. So pretty much, I guess, selling the two bucket method. Sell is we got a wheel bucket and a wash bucket. I go to town, you know, either have six or seven minutes in it. Never, never put the ones back. Or it's a vehicle that, you know, is... is so three-bucket method? No. no. Well, if you're including the wheel, including the wheel bucket. I think we're talking about the rinse buckets, the two-bucket method. Mm-hmm. But, but, yeah, I only have a wash, wash bucket. So, right, so, but there is some people, though, right, that they would say that that's a three-bucket. you got to have a, a wash. you yeah. got to have a two-bucket wash method, and then you got to have a rim bucket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> So I have, you know, I have a wheel bucket. Yeah, I, mean, I, have I, I don't, bucket. I don't really put that in, you know, that's yeah. just to hold tools and, you know, have some yeah. rinse off of, of, of some different tools. But yeah, the two bucket method, I mean, I, I always asked why not the 10 bucket method. I mean, why stop it too? I can just make <laughs> yeah. it clean all the way around. I mean, it's exactly. like I said, man, it sa- sounds great on YouTube. It's just not how the real world works. And yeah, I hate and wrestling so, with yeah. buckets around. buckets around. So one bucket guy. Just get more more mitts to either a car that you don't that you don't really have to have to worry about it. So use one. Second, right, I'll follow Alex's lead and I'll switch up. So we were gonna just do what we call our buy sell, where we would say I'm gonna sell something. I'll take Alex's lead and I'll switch up my my sell into which would you do? All right, you buy or you selling blue cheese, right? Because for me, I was selling blue cheese. I'm out. I'll tell you why here in a minute, but you guys, you tell me, what do you want? Alex, you buying or selling blue cheese? I am selling it all day long. <laughs> Not a fan. Yeah. I'm, moldy, I'm, cheese, moldy cheese garbage. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I'm only doing blue cheese with wings. So that's, that's kind of my, mm, my move. You're buying. you're buying if you're doing it on wings, huh? Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I can't help it. You guys don't have any culture. I mean, what do you want me to do? <laughs> I mean, I, Hey, the matter of wings said wings and blue cheese. That I mean, that come mm-hmm. from the horse's mouth. I gotta go. I gotta rock that from the inventor. I mean, yeah. I get it. Detailers <laughs> want to be different. 
No better way to ruin some wings than some horrible blue cheese. <laughs> no better some way. Mold on it. Yep. So I was talking yeah. to a couple people the other night, trying to figure out how they were they were going to go get something. They want to know, you know, my take on some places, and they go, "This restaurant has some really great salad and blue cheese." And I just go, "Ooh!" I'm like what? You don't like you don't like blue cheese? Like, well, hold on there. Like, why does it matter if I don't like blue cheese or not? Most people exactly. that like blue cheese are so adamant that blue cheese is the best possible, best possible mm-hmm. cheese out there. And it's like, geez, get off my back. So I've so tried happy. it yeah. and tried to like it, but I just can't. So yeah. Mm. Me neither. All right, Nick. Uh well, I mine can't really be be translated. So here's what I'll do. Uh I was going to buy how, you know, you guys have done your own thing. Your, your podcast is different. You know, it's, it's, it's to you. So I'll, I'll kind of buy or sell. Are there too many detailing podcasts? Mm. Sale. There's, there's too many, too many in this detailing podcast. There's you not. Back to echo. I don't know what. You're yeah, just... you're you're going back and forth oh, again, Jamie. Oh, and, uh, boy. Your sounds uh, kind of been all over the map here. Here. Oh. Technical difficulties. People got the new mic trying to trying to get it going. One. No worries, brother. No worries. All right, are we back on track? Okay. Here now. All right. Let's nice hold it. Hold it. Uh, all right. So I said. So I said there was too many dealing business. Yeah, you're you're back. You're back. You got you got Gosh. a big problem. Big All right. problem. Once you take over, I'm over. I'm gonna go plug this mic and throw on the on the. Uh, yeah, cool. Okay. Sure, Alex. Yeah, I think with the uh, with the podcast, it's probably uh, probably. I think there's enough good ones. I mean, it's but also kind of in the middle. Like, yes, it's good if there's new ones coming on, but I think if the the content's quality, you know, that's the big thing. And you know, you don't have to have the coolest people, but as long as you're talking facts and not. You know, just talking about what you like and making that sound like that's the only way to do things. Um, being open and honest with stuff, I think, is important too. So more on the sell side is, um, I think, even though a lot of education, yeah, we're losing, good, we're losing uh, Alex now. Oh, yeah, we got. What is going on with the with the podcast today? <laughs> we're gonna have to maybe uh, take over here, Marty, and help these help these young bucks get through some technical difficulties. So let me get tell you guys about my technical difficulties. So I recorded a podcast two weeks ago, recorded the whole thing, forgot to hit record. So beautiful. Uh, I'm the I'm the wrong guy to ask about how to record a podcast, evidently. So yeah, we did uh, one where we had like three of us all in front of the mic, and we were all having a blast, and then we realized it never recorded to the cloud. <laughs> Those aren't hey. fun either. Like it is what it is, right? Technical difficulties suck. You know, Jamie, nice yeah. to man. It's it's tough to deal with shit that goes on. My bad. Uh stuff like oh, that. Uh oh, but, Lord Alex like, done went black on us. What happened? What is happening? The Canadian Wi-Fi is failing us. Hey, the oh boy. The Jamie the Cleaner podcast is under attack. It could be Chinese attack. hackers, someone, dude. Someone, see, this is what you happens know. when you bring up other podcasts and stuff. Yeah. You know? The they the Illuminati's you. after you over there, Jamie. Jeez, Louise, what is going down anyway? All right, so Nick, you were you were buying or selling that there's too many? No, oh. no. What I, I I just had to modify it, but based on my question, I'm going to Kind of piggyback on what Alex said. I I'm going to buy that it's great that more podcasts come online. I'm going to sell the fact that very few people seem to really do their own thing. It seems to be the same thing we see. They just 
put a mic on and, and Hey, this guy's doing this. So I'm going to do what they're doing. And so I was going to applaud Jamie and Alex. They seem to do it their way. And that's where podcasts become valuable. They don't become valuable with everybody doing the same thing as the next guy. Hey, Jamie, why don't you tell me your story? It's like, it's just corny. And, and so I was going to applaud these guys. They seem to be doing it their way, which is, you know, a great thing for our industry. And the Canadian cohort is back online. Oh, boy, we're pending. Boys, let's just get into some microfiber talk. So yeah. y'all have recently added some high-quality microfiber to the HyperClean website. Give us a little insight of what it's like trying to hone in on what is kind of the top-quality microfiber that's going to match the brand and sync up with the products. Uh, give us the rundown of what it took to uh, find all this good stuff and how yeah. it implements into the system. Yeah, I'll kind of start off with with process, right? Process is our core, is one of our core values as a company. And something that we really worked hard on is, is if you got your process dialed in, everything's rolling. I mean, sky's the limits at that point. So having the right microfiber towels to do the job is really part of having the right process to mix them with the products. Yep. So, you know, what we've done and, and what, where Nick really came in with speciality is really getting beyond what we'd ever seen in the market, right? I mean, you can you can look at some ads that fit really small in your hand. Then you can get a hold of the monster. And boy, you know, it's a much better feel. You can clean much more service. It's much better. So... What does it mean to have quality? What does it mean to have, well, plush is a word that we use a lot of time with our microfiber towels. Nick. Uh, <laughs> yes. It, it's a journey though, Nick, right? I mean, we went back and forth pretty heavy because we now are going to have to go compete yeah. in the market with microfiber. So building yeah. up the products that we did, there's no way that we could shrink backwards yeah overbuilt as a thing so we couldn't shrink backwards we had to come out with the well yeah so i'll kind of we went down we went down a pretty big uh, rabbit hole in the towel accessory world um and all you guys are aware of you know how crazy that world is and how many different places you can find stuff and what i would say is in the market pretty much stock across the board is what you would call walmart you know, type of right. companies. We've all been to Walmart. Walmart's a decent place. We know what we're getting at Walmart. The weird thing is, as everybody starts using better and better chemicals through HyperClean, for us to put ourselves with warm Walmart towels doesn't make a bunch of sense. And so I think what people in our industry have to realize is that, hey, man, you can absolutely go get detailing chemicals at Walmart. You can detail a car, but you're going to get certain results. And if you're a professional listening to this, customers are going to look at you a certain way because nothing looks out of the ordinary, right? That's what everybody's doing. Everybody's going to Walmart. The same is kind of the the, the, the truth in the towel market right now. All the big players, man, they, they do a great job in that Walmart spot, right? Bunches of towels, a thousand different, but they're not locked into process. They're not locked into elite level uh, results because that's not their business. When you come to HyperClean, uh, you know, look, we had a 1995 uh, Porsche with 50,000 miles in it. We shared it in HyperClean Specialist. The kind of cars that we're touching in my company 
are some of the rarest of the rare. So process matters, product matters, everything matters. It's no offense to everyone else. When we looked around the market, Walmart's not good enough for us, not for where our product line is today. And so, Jamie, you've touched our towels, you've touched the scrub monster, the wash pad. Everything is that next level because we want those next level results throughout our product line. And again, you can get great results with Walmart chemicals. I'm guessing most of your listeners are paying for better chemicals than that. You got to start paying for better towels or it just doesn't make sense. Yep, exactly. The towels definitely match the chemicals. The Just a step, full step, you know, above uh, a lot of what you're going to find out there. So let's talk about how kind of uh, they sync up with a lot of the products we already have, you already have in the lineup. So tell us some overbuilt hyperclean combos y'all have come up with on the website or in the product line. Well, I think, I think the number one combo, let, let's talk about coding. Okay. This is, this is a part where so many guys are either fearful of coding. They're struggling to get great results with coding or they're very comfortable with coding, but would like a better, more easy process, right? Those are sort of the three factors. But I think if you look at our Uno product, Jamie, I'm sure you've been using it a lot. Uh, We have a one-year ceramic coating called Uno, for those that don't know. I believe it's the most robust and easiest to apply coating on the market simultaneously. We use it a ton in my business. We actually did a whole collection of Ferraris with just Uno. Uh, So if you see some Uno shots that look like they're on Ferraris, that's a collection that we run. And this Uno Uno just lasts forever, right? And and it's so easy to work with. So if you take Uno and you buy, and and everybody's process is different, if you buy a five-pack of our Leveler towel and then you buy two of our Versa towels, you can pretty much guarantee yourself you're going to coat a vehicle mid-sized SUV basically in under an hour. And that, and again, we have applicators. I, I left that out there. But so a bottle of coating, Uno coating, an applicator, a five pack of leveler towels, and two Versa towels, and you're pretty much guaranteed to run through a car and have 12 to 18 months of coating protection, crazy hydrophobics, and it's really simple to understand. And and that was kind of the the point of bringing on these microfibers. Yeah. So that's a standard combo but I've been playing with a few that I found myself is the perfect glass towel and slick. This is pretty much a game changing industry changing combo right here. You got your uh, slick streak free silica spray sealant just acts as the glass cleaner. You got the perfect glass towel, 300 uh, GSM. So the perfect thickness, the perfect low nap towel combo with slick and you've got a game changing glass cleaning system now and no lint. clean one step, no lint, no streaks. And I've done it with one towel and, uh, you know, that's crazy, crazy yep. stuff. Pop yeah, smart and, slick, absolutely loving it. Yep. And what <laughs> we find interesting, what Nick was talking about, I mean, if we want to geek out a little bit on the leveler part, you know, my, my geekness only goes so far, but you know, when you, when you geek a, a little bit, do you guys, do you enjoy the, the low pile? on that first wipe of a ceramic coating or coating. Yes. What style do you guys like yeah. to have? Because it, it is interesting as you go along with the leveler being that low pile towel. I mean, it's a different feel. We're actually doing something. I think Nick, I mean, as we were chatting through this whole process, we're actually doing better job for the coating instead of using a medium mm-hmm. pile towel, having a low pile towel actually really helps the coating because we're not 
pulling too much of the coating up. Right. You're like spreading it. I'm like making a sandwich. Slap some yep. peanut butter on there. You get a good smooth <laughs> surface. And then you want to come eat the sandwich with the heavy uh, fluffy towel yeah. or higher yeah. pile. If, if, after. Yeah. And, if, and so I then we find get up to the lower next... stuff. Oh. Yeah. Go ahead, Alex. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. You know, I was going to say, um, yeah, first of all, don't be back with those technical difficulties. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, with the coating with the low pile, if it, if it makes any sense, I feel with the low pile of the coating, it almost, you can feel it better. You know, if that makes sense. I think you have to just kind of try a coating and like remove a coating to really understand what that means. But with a plusher one, you kind of lose that tactile feel of, you know, with a low pile, if it's grabby, you kind of really feel that. And if it's just gliding too much and if you're moving too much, then you kind of know. Um, so I'm a big fan of that, personally. Yeah. Yeah. So low, low pile and, and then we'll, we'll go into high pile, high pile towels for your, your wipe. Uh, if you get... Yeah really long fibers on your high pile the problem with coating is it's not always absorbent and those tend to push coating even more and so when you look at our versatile it's a really dense high pile and so what yep. happens is it's actually absorbent because everybody knows those edgeless towels and we have them in our lineup those edgeless towels with long fibers you see everybody using with coating those shops tend to leave the most high spots high spots and the, yep. and the reason is yep. and they have trouble working on sensitive paint they don't realize they're fighting their towel system. And so what you're looking mm -hmm. for is a high pile with incredible density and not long fibers for that final wipe with a coating. And Marty, every one of us on this podcast has fought a coating or has fought a removal or has fought sensitive paint. So it is really important for, for all these things to work hand in hand for all of us to get the results that we want. At this yeah. point in time, we've laid thousands and thousands of layers of coating in my business. And this is the only time I can say we're pretty much not dealing with any issues as once we went to this system. Yeah, I know previously I dealt with what you're talking about, a soft clear coat, a little bit of that shadow in a sense after you finish wiping off where it's a little bit splotchy and you can almost see a little bit of where there was too much of those heavy fibers. You, and then mm -hmm. maybe you kind of did some of this when you, you know, a little turn of the towel and you can kind of see it almost. It, it eliminated itself once we went to the versatile. So I that was a that was a journey for me as well. I had previously fought that issue on previous towels that I had used until the versatile and what we developed out of it. It it really does make that final wipe so much better. There you go, mm -hmm. versatile too. Also, the rinseless washing towel I think is what oh, y'all yeah, yeah. used oh, yeah, for. That's, that's, that's crazy. That's a so crazy. Yeah, going to yeah to kind of add on to the towel stuff too. I think it's with a lot of detailers, you know, they want to, you know, they think, oh, a towel is a towel, kind of like we had, you know, people go to Walmart, stuff like that. But I think with certain towels, you have to remember cost for use of the towels as well. You know, especially with the leveler, if you're using that just with the coating, for example, it's it's only a few bucks that, you know, if you're not going to have any marring or scratching or anything like that, or leaving any high spots and you know you're going to get consistent results every time, then it's a cost for use and don't cheap out on the towel. Whereas if you get a cheaper towel, then you're going to be fighting yourself and wasting more of your time and more of your product too. So it's, well, it's all kind I, of a combination. I, listen, I, I've shopped at Walmart and bought clothes before. Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Have, right. Yep. Yeah. After some washes, I went, okay, I probably should buy clothes at yep. Walmart again. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's the other part that, that not everybody wants to talk about. They want to say that there's this, you know, reason to buy this type, but 
when you get into the plush part of the industry, when you get into the plushness of our towels, one mm -hmm. big reason to do it is because it's going to continue on for much longer, right? Like exactly. the plushness is going to survive washes. It's going to survive going through the laundry. Mm -hmm. Stepping up your yeah. towel really does make sense. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and again, there's places for everything, right? Everybody. Yeah. We get right, asked absolutely. all the time on our podcast and, and Marty sees the DMS and the emails. And a lot of guys ask me about my business. Well, you're never going to get to the next level. If you have this mindset of I'm trying to search a deal, right? I'm trying mm -hmm. to find a deal on towels. I'm trying to find a deal, but it's really weird how in the chemical side of our business, we would laugh at somebody that was detailing 100% out of Walmart chemicals. We're not laughing mm -hmm. about all the Walmart type of towels and, and systems out there that are being sold. And again, they have a place. I understand that. When it comes to hyperclean, what's the use? Jamie, you're, you're using our chemicals a lot. Alex, you know, we're going to get you there where, where you're using mm -hmm. our chemicals more, hopefully. But I always say this to people, to use a high-grade chemical and pay that cost and then not use high-grade everything else, you're, you're sort of, you know, a wheel brush, uh, you know, whatever it may be. You're, 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 you're exchanging one thing for the other. And so now you're back in mediocre land instead of doing everything at the highest level possible. So that's why we went with the system that we've gone with. Yeah. I've never quite understood either. You know, you go through this extensive process of uh, cleaning, claying, polishing, correcting, coating. And then a lot of guys will cheap out when it comes to leveling that coating with like a, what are they called? Mm -hmm. The Kirkland. I've yeah, seen it Costco so many towel, times. Yeah. They'll pull out a Costco towel to level that coating. And I'm like, those towels scratch paint. That There's yep. no way it's not scratching when you're removing that coating. So I just don't get that. I've seen it several, several times. And it's just like, don't cheap out at the end. We're at the finish line now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Out. exactly. Great point. Great point. But yeah. yeah so going back to Jimmy, yeah. one of my combos that I love is then to, to go along with something like that style of towel is going to be our workaholic. Right. Use the workaholic. Um, yeah. Use it. To, it. You've got one in black. It's perfect for scrubbing down. Some people, myself included, have enjoyed scrubbing inner parts of a wheel or a fender or something with a dark towel yeah. because then it doesn't show all the grime that another color might. I love using our workaholic dark towel, black towel on the stuff that I know is going to get nasty because I'm going to yeah. wash it by itself. And it's always going to, I'm always going to know, right? That's part of process. And then I'm going to use our workaholic other color towel, which is a red. And I'm going to use that on the interior with Revive. And it's great on any leather seats or an APC to scrub out carpets. I mean, yep. it makes perfect sense then on things that, uh, you know, you're scrubbing and working hard to have a workaholic style towel. Yeah, got to have them around. I love a good general use towel, high quality general use yep. towel. You can go everywhere with it. It's fantastic. I want to go back to rinseless washing because oh. you guys are towel guys and me and Bucky love a certain sponge. So talk us through yep. <laughs> why don't y'all jump on the sponge train and why the towels are superior in y'all's opinion. Cool. Uh, Nick, I'll go ahead and start because it, it my journey kind of follows into and then flows into Nick. I mean, I, I've, I've been a waterless guy since 2008. And that was the first time that I released into as a person, as me, myself, the first product that I put out was a waterless wash. Yeah. 
and and I always did waterless and I always used microfiber towels and I would spray and wipe and a, we fought it here in Oklahoma. Listen, I get it that that was a long time ago. Just imagine though then in a flyover state where they got plenty of water a long time yeah. ago, it was way beyond anybody ever thought possible that you could spray something on a car and wipe a towel on it and clean it. It blew people's minds. So I've yeah. always just used, I've always loved the technology in a microfiber, picking up everything. When I saw people mm -hmm. starting to use that black mitt that some people use and doing this thing called rinseless washing, I, I went absolutely not there. Like I just, I could not, I couldn't do it. Like everybody's got their thing, right? That was mine and I couldn't do it. But as we began to journey together, Nick and I is, is our, you know, yin and yang in, in our business. Some of the things that he did, we began to incorporate some of the things the way I do. And, and what we came out with, with HyperClean Eco One and how we do rinseless slash waterless washing, well, a lot of it is the evolution of the two of us coming together of doing a pre-wash and then using our, our towel and the way we do it, putting it into the bucket. And then I'll let, uh, I'll let Nick finish with, instead of, instead of ever dipping it back in, like just wash it. Yeah. I, I, I hate the either or conversation and the sponge I think it's unfair to ask us about sponges because Ma Marty and I come from an era where sponges were like rocks. Okay. Yeah. When, when you a sponge your dishes with. I mean, yeah, yeah, but yeah, Marty, yeah. you remember those yellow car sponges <laughs> yeah. that we dealt with? I mean, yeah. look, do I think there's something there? Yeah. I don't have a problem with it. What everybody uses, you know what I mean? I, I just give my opinion, and people make their decision from there. I've I've used a, a certain black sponge from overseas that has been around a long time to to wash really sensitive black paint out of a wash bucket. Uh, mm -hmm. Those largely are very hard to get your hands on, and nobody's replicated them since then. Uh, that was the only sponge I ever used personally. Very hard to get your hands on. But my system's always been, and I'll be very upfront about it, Eco One's the next level of waterless and rinseless. We see some comments where guys are starting to use it now. I was an ONR guy before it was popular. Uh, so I want to give mm -hmm. them the shout out of what I started to use, but ONR system never made sense to me. And it never made sense to me because when you started watching it with your eyes, you were like, this isn't lubricated enough at 256 to one. That's the number one thing that I found. And by the way, we're touching right. 600 cars a week. I think I was getting a pretty good view of what was working and what wasn't. Uh, sure. then I hated the message of rinseless was the way, because if anybody who's done a pre-soak and then has done just pure rinseless, the pre-soak is way better. So mm -hmm. there's more lubrication on the surface. That's the route that we provide with our Marilex sprayers and stuff. Now pre-soak the panel, get the lubrication on there. Then the lubrication out of your bucket's a bonus. And I've always over lubricated what every manufacturer told me to do. And I've always played with dilutions that way. And then we move the towel in a certain way. We do more of a scooping method. We want to get it off there. And so that's why the sponge doesn't speak to me. Here, here's what I will say, though. That doesn't mean that it doesn't work for somebody. You know, there's plenty of people right. that enjoy that way of washing a car. And that's fine with me. 
if you're scratching a car, then you got to go to a new system. If you're not, then it works by me. But I'm more of the towel uh, mindset because I like how much I can pick up off the surface and I can see it and I can visibly watch what's going on a little bit easier. So that's why I go that route. There you go. Sure. Love to hear it. You know, it's two, that's what I'm saying. I wanted mm-hmm. to ask that because, you, you know, it's two different eras here. Me and Bucky, you know, kind of grew up with just <laughs> all this preaching on the sponge and the polymer technology yeah. and encapsulation and lifting. And, yeah, yeah that was always the O&R complaint was it's not lubricated. It's You just have to trust the technology of the encapsulation of with the polymers. So very Yeah, and, and, again, that's not what technically happens. Because if it encapsulated the dirt as much as everybody said, then I would just actually take a hose and rinse it and all the dirt would come off because it's encapsulated. Right. Right? Yep. So if okay. I spray O&R on a panel, or, or Eco-1 even, and mm-hmm. I spray soap out of a foam can on the next panel, and I rinse them both, they're both still dirty. Because agitation is yep. the only thing that removes dirt. Yep. That's just a fact. Okay? So if we agree with that, then removing dirt, the best thing I can have is lubrication. There's some mm-hmm. sort of encapsulation. There's some sort of lubrication. How about we just say it's all of the above, and we yep. want to do the least amount of damage when we wash a car. So the products I choose, the towels or the wash media I choose, that all becomes really important. The right and wrong mm-hmm. conversation is really strange, but to say that every piece of dirt gets encapsulated, I should just be able to rinse my car then. Spray it, put all the yep. stuff on there, then rinse it, and my car's clean. Magically, yeah. that doesn't happen, which kind of disproves it. This is the talk about the two-bucket wash method. If I look down on my clean bucket and there's dirt, it, you know, I, I think sometimes common sense goes a long way here. There you go. Yeah, I just wanted to jump into that. I figure y'all have some good input there, and y'all deliver. Yeah, I love it, dude. It's a, very, it's a very good point. For me, it was always was a thing, man. I, I never understood as a waterless guy, and there'll be some people that will understand this. If, if you're a if you're a true quote unquote waterless guy where you go out and you you've got nothing but your towels and your sprayer, right? Like whether yeah. that's pump sprayer, whether that's a trigger sprayer, that product's at the full dilution at the waterless setting, and you go and spray it on the paint, and then you use your microfiber towel to lift, flip your towel and go. If you're that guy, you never could look at a sponge and go, that's a lot of water. <laughs> a sponge like yep. it just it yep. just never made sense for me there you go well, marty you brought it up you said the word sprayer and uh you've recently launched some overbuilt sprayers they are the marilex sprayers tell us how i went into what it went into getting them on board with hyperclean because as <laughs> we know the application process this seems to be pretty this, pretty, this is pretty nick. hard so nick marilex is all nick man he did a great job there's few yeah. of us, few of us that get to bring him in Nick was able to do it. it Nick gets all the credit for that. Uh, Very cool. It, it it's people see what we're doing, and, and the team behind us is, is getting a reputation that we care. It sounds kind of silly, but that's the one thing that's going to carry you in business. And I don't know how many pro detailers listen or just enthusiasts. If you care mm-hmm. and you care throughout your business, or you care about your own car, great things are going to happen long term. And everybody sees the care we're taking in our, uh, in our business. And look, I, I think for the most part, 
our experience as detailers and being able to geek out with the guys responsible and that are behind importing Marilex, I think we're the fourth person, fourth company allowed to carry these in the U.S. And they actively oh, wow. turned down tons of people. You name the people carrying a cheaper sprayer, they've tried to get these sprayers, they've been denied. That's a fact. Why? Right. Marilex doesn't want to be involved with Walmart. Like, that's that's mm-hmm. the thing. It's a family-owned business. They care about their stuff. They make everything. They handle everything. Uh, again, for us as a brand, we're not in the sprayer business, right? We're never going to manufacture sprayers. Yeah. But right. bringing on the cheapest sprayer doesn't elevate our brand, doesn't help our customers. This Here's what surprised me. I'm not a sprayer guy. <laughs> um. I've actively just hated them my whole career because they've all been kind of cheap. And once Mm -hmm. I got these, this changed my waterless and rinseless throughout everything. I mean, just the pattern and the way that it puts water down and saves you not only elbow grease, but product. I mean, for us, I'm really happy. And we have such a good relationship with, with the, the, the people bringing in Marilex. And, you know, this is one of the products that, it takes a lot for us to put someone else's name on our website, but for us, it's uh, it's a big deal, and, and we've seen it with the sales. You know, our guys are are buying them up, and like, thanks, thanks for giving us access, thanks for showing us, and so I, I guess all the way around, I'm just proud that we could carry a, such a high quality product. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you know, Jamie, we were talking about rinseless, waterless thing. You know, I mean, it's this mm-hmm. is something Nick and I just we had a very open discussion about it, and I. I just put out a video where we were walking through using the Marilex sprayer in our rinseless slash waterless Eco One product. Listen, we we both, and as long as we've been around and what all we've been doing, we both went, wow. You you want to talk about just a little bit of geek, but not full geek? You go, wow, that spray pattern. I mean, mm-hmm. it just sounds so odd that you would actually have a discussion over the spray <laughs> pad. But the way yeah. it comes out and the way that you do it and the way it all intermixes with, which is why I talked about earlier, man. I mean, process is so important to us. We understand right. that if you're going to be somebody that wants to do maintenance washing, then you have to have your processes and there's this ever popular word that everybody loves. We love it dialed in, right? You have to have it tuned in yeah. to absolutely to look at the spray pattern. If the spray pattern meets then everything else, boy, my process goes way faster. I can get my car done even quicker. My customer's even happier. Like the better sure. your processes are quote unquote dialed in and you use a Marilex mm-hmm. sprayer to do that first part of the rinseless pre-wash. Oh geez, man. It's. And then we go into some videos that we just put out from, you know, some of the guys that, that, that Nick has been cleaning cars with at his shop. And then the, the cars that I'm doing here and we're using the foamer and using it with our HyperClean TRX how the speed in which you can put on a foaming tire cleaner and then to go hit the bottom rockers over to the next tire, literally mixing then Fuego into the 2000, which is that black one, I can now prep and decon a car in under five minutes. 
Yeah, I like that combo going from tire to tire. Go ahead and pre-spray yeah. those uh, lowers. Yeah, it's like so fast. I'm spraying tire cleaner. I'm hitting the lower rockers. I'm going around. I'm grabbing my other pump sprayer and I'm hitting fuego in my rims and my barrels and mm -hmm. I'm coming across mm -hmm. and using it in my decon around the paint. And suddenly I look up and within five minutes, I've got tires that are ready to be cleaned off, wheels that have deconned and a paint that has a complete iron decon. And I'm going, yeah. wow. Oh, how much time is this going to save me today? What about in a week? What about in a month? Yep. Yeah. How many more calls am I going to get done? Maintenance is so important. So you got to have your processes dialed in. So then you got to use the right things to get your processes dialed in. There you go. And what, uh, what all the sprayers are you bringing on? Are you bringing on the whole line? Are we bringing on one or two of them? What's the plan here? Uh oh, Nick, you muted yourself. Yeah, somehow they're muted. Uh, we we have we haven't uh, we haven't found a need for both, right? Or, or for all of the whole line because mm -hmm. if you just kind of pick the sizes that are right, uh, I think for our website and for our store, what we want to do is is where there's times to give choice, where it makes mm -hmm. sense, we want to do that. With foamers and sprayers, it seems like we kind of have the sizes that people will enjoy. If you get really big, uh, cumbersome, like for our black sprayer, which is is the non-foamer, good for rinseless, you start to get into the bigger ones, it gets really heavy because the plastic is so durable and a sprayer mm -hmm. is, so, is so robust. So we kind of picked the middle size because it holds a ton and you could probably get eight to ten cars out of it, uh, but it's not so cumbersome. And then the foamer, you wanted to be able to do a lot of, you know, whether that's a, a big tire truck and big fender wells and all that kind of stuff. You wanted a good enough size. But again, having three or four sizes, I found that probably most guys would just pick these. So if we have a demand for right. other ones, but I think we kind of we're kind of doing the legwork for you here and saying these are the two most useful ones. And, yep, and so that's sure. kind of our plan as we sit here today. There you go. I like that. Make it simple because you get to looking at too many sprayers. You're like, I don't know which one. I'm just not going to buy yeah, it. You know, exactly I'm just right. going to move on. There you go. <laughs> yep. So let's jump into the coatings. We had, I talked about them on the last podcast just briefly. I hadn't quite gotten to the coatings yet, but now I've been through Uno, Dose, and Glass. And uh, recently I've had a couple podcasts where Marty had a community podcast where they talked about, uh, what was it, Marty? Uh, community. Community. Uh, Y'all discussed getting rid of the washing wax or are you tired of hearing the word washing wax this kind of deal <laughs> and nick on the next episode kind of went into uh kind of lining up basic coating packages and how yep. you should for newer younger detailers and i think your coating line is like perfect for that you got uno and glass the perfect combo you can make a basic coating package with that and make a lot of money and how quickly and easy you can apply those two and then you goes from dose to tray to that so let's uh uh get into the coatings a little bit start with glass and uno all right so, so let's, let's go Uno. what but yeah. as before we get into it man tell us your experience applying uno what was it like yeah so <laughs> applying uno uh you know one of the easier coatings up there with coatings that play around would be in a sealant but kind of call themselves a basic coating at the same time just as easy as that where the durability of, you know, those other things I've tried and tested 
through the years are usually like three to six months, somewhere like that. They sometimes claim a year, but it's definitely not a year. Or Uno, you know, is, is a legit coating. You can feel from the wipe off it's a legit coating, but it's just as easy. You're not going to have high spots. And I was testing it out, you know, in the middle of this Louisiana summer we're having. So it's as rough as it's going to get is, is, is in my territory. And it was just as easy. And, uh, yeah, I love Uno. I've been so, a big fan of it lately. So let me ask you and, and the other guys, this is kind of more of a hypothetical question to anybody that's listening, you know. Have you ever done something you go, you just, you absolutely know that this is the right thing f- for people to do, right? Like it, it, it could go in a, a, a broad spectrum of things. It could be, you know, I, I should wipe tire shine on this way because it's going to be the best process for getting less sling down the road, you know, as a car goes. It could be, as we talked about earlier, you know, the style of towels or which which direction you go. When I released um, back then, this was 2016, 17, it was defined as entry level, right? Like yeah, that, that was right. just the terminology back in the day. And, and I get it because uh, we were defining things back then as in years, right? So... Mm-hmm. In order to experience what, you know, and this was talking to a customer or an end user, in order to experience what a coating is, you know, mm-hmm. a, a full coating, a, this multi-level long distance coating that we won't go into that, but just in order yeah. to experience <laughs> that, here's a entry into it, right? Mm-hmm. That, was the, that was the way the, the industry defined it, right? I always talked about, whether it be entry or what, that the market, so to speak, will end up wanting to service four coatings one, two, and three years. Not to, not to say that five won't be a thing too, but one, two, and three years is going to be huge. And all one year that you could put on very quickly – that isn't something that people claim is a one year, but actually last one year and you can do it in a simple form. It's been my push now for seven years. Mm-hmm. So right. Jamie, to hear you say that, man, it means a lot. I mean, it's, and most it of these, co- these coding sealants are twice as expensive as Uno. So it's like, what? <laughs> and, and this is what Nick and I have gone back and forth on is, I mean, this is a lot of where the, the heartbeat of raise your hands, clench down your muscles, overbuilt. This is mm-hmm. really a heartbeat of overbuilt. Uno lasts a year. It doesn't last three months. It doesn't last six months. It doesn't do that. It lasts a year. Nick's put it on. I we put it on in under thirty minutes. We always say under an hour, but you can literally put it on in under thirty minutes. And it's not yes. something. This is where you know it's overbuilt. This is where you know it's ceramic. It's where you know it doesn't have all the other stuff that people say. This is what's interesting. There are brands that people will hear about, and they will say that you can wipe something on that's going to last. And then you could actually go around the whole car and maybe 30 minutes, an hour later, you can come back and, and still work with it. Mm-hmm. 
right? I mean, it, it sounds great, but then you use Uno, and I dare you to leave it on for an hour, right? I, I dare you to. It, it, you can't wipe it off. It's pure coding, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, what we've done in that is a pure year with pure coding that has the durability. If you can come back and wipe something off like that, then you know, you know it's not going to be durable. Yeah, right, right. Durable. You're going to get your year. It's a great price to you. It's a great value. Mm -hmm. Can I go, it's going to be and will be one of the biggest sellers in the whole industry, especially as the industry continues to meet an economic struggle. Mm -hmm. Where can you provide the most value to your customer so that they can have the best experience for their car? And you can have the best experience applying it and they can have the best experience back to your business. You see how the whole thing evolves, right? They have a great experience. You have a great experience. And that's how Boom. To Uno. Yeah. I yep. think, I think if you look at Uno for me, um, I'm, I'm frustrated with, and it's not a judgment thing, you know, it's not a, it's not, but, if I wipe something on a car and somebody tells me I can come back tomorrow and it'll come off, I used mm -hmm. to do that. It's called wax and sealant. Yeah. I mean, and those are viable products, right? Those aren't, those aren't to be, those are viable products and there's a place mm -hmm. for them. The problem is when you put it in a glass bottle and you're telling all, everybody it's a coating, that's, that's sort of where we're at in the industry. Right. And there's a lot of quote unquote mm -hmm. reputable companies that do that. Well, I don't find that reputable which is why we're here and why HyperCleans started for me. So everybody knows that's what started for me. When I started seeing all these things happen, you know, guys, mm -hmm. we don't sell Uno at a loss. We make money on that product. So you can make money as a business, as we all want to, and do the right thing, right? Yep. It, it, you yeah. don't have to choose the either or, but why are so many companies choosing to do that? Why are so many companies telling people they're putting a coating on a car and saying, Hey, you can do the whole car and come back. I know what active ingredient is guys. That's, that's what it's called. Active ingredient. If I have a reasonable amount of active ingredient in my coating, I can't wipe it on the whole car. <laughs> it, it's does not, it's just not how chemistry works. We can, we can lie about it. We can, you know, shuffle around words. No reason to do that. We can do everything mm -hmm. on the up and up, give the end customer, the car owner, whether you're a DIYer or somebody applying it for a customer, an awesome product. We don't have to cut corners. Again, this goes back to the towels. It goes back to the sprayers. It goes back. It's built out of our coating line. You don't have to cut a corner. You yeah. choose to cut corners or you choose not to. That's it. You don't have to do all of this. And I know what everybody's going to say. Well, they got to make money. Trust me. There's a lot of money in the right way. There's a lot of money in the up and up. You know, we don't sell car wash chemicals. So that, that ain't us. You know, and you can't build a coating line with a car wash mentality that so many in the industry have. You just can't. And when people use our coating line, the thing I'm proud of is people telling me Uno's been on a car for two years. Dose has been on a car for three and a half years. That, to me, is a pride thing. And we find so many people on our side of the block here in the chemical world that don't take pride in that. And that's just not going to be us. And Jamie, now you using it, you see what we're saying. This is not an ego thing. We literally overbuilt right. these ceramics because I have to have them overbuilt in my business. 
I can't have customers flipping out about the ceramic not working. That, <laughs> yep. that, that we do it on such a level that I would be in a in a major world of hurt. And so that's the greatest thing about this is, you know, overbuilt came out of our coating line, and, and to have it the way it is, I am proud of it. Exactly, and that's why I said on my little uh, thing here, overbuilt over deliver. If you want to really start making some serious money, over delivering is going to get you there for mm-hmm. sure. And you know, using Uno just you know is a no brainer. It's you know I don't want to throw the word cheap towards it, but it's well priced. I mean, compared to the mm-hmm. other, you know, the value coatings, the, the value. entry level. That the entry level yeah. coatings that I'm now now I'll say I'll call them practice coatings, kind of kind of a way to call them. <laughs> and then when you're ready for a big boy coating, you know you're ready to buy a Uno, and uh, make some money. Yeah. For so sure. I've been a uh, younger dudes, you know, are afraid to. You know, let's talk prep for Uno. I think, like you said, it's one year. It's not the the hardest coating in the world. I think it's a seven H, so it's easy to apply. It's a legit coating. The prep, I think Nick uh, kind of talked about this on the podcast the other day, wash clay coat. There's a lot of money to be made in this. So, Nick, let's break it down here, too, why you think guys should start implementing a wash clay coat into their services. Man, uh, so the first coating I put on was 2010, <laughs> okay? And when, when coating arrived on the shores here, you know, in and around that time in a big way, it was horrible. Anybody telling you about the good old days? That wasn't the good old days. You had to sand when you made a mistake. I mean, and sand in <laughs> right. a big way. So I, I think what happened from 2010 to 2019, 2020, you had a lot of people that weren't from the industry that were in the coding business. And even those in the coding bu- or in this business that got into codings never really detailed. So the problem right. is when you have all these people running all these companies and nobody's ever detailed a car, and coatings come along and they all jump on five to seven year coatings because of all the money. What happened yeah. is it wasn't anybody's fault, but they, they actually didn't know the customer. They mm. were just collecting their money and they weren't thinking about it. And so mm-hmm. one of the most popular packages in detailing for probably the history of detailing was a wash clay and wax or a wash and wax or a wash clay and seal. Mm-hmm. And so I've made this argument. I've had sealants you know, Menzerna Power Lock was probably the most famous when I was doing sealants. Last mm-hmm. in the desert nine plus months because we maintained them. It was a viable product. So why can I wash clay and seal at six to nine months, but I can't wash clay and coat at 12 months mm-hmm. with a coating? Yep. Because everybody says you're sealing in the scratches. Yeah, you're sealing in the scratches. That's the big <laughs> argument of why yeah. you should. So let- let me uh, big tell everybody on. my polishing background. I used to do 100-plus hours paint details for shows and whatnot. Yeah. I started on a rotary. I used to do four steps on a rotary to, to finish down, if not six steps if we were going further. I get you, man. I come from the polishing part of this business. It doesn't make it true. When I was applying a coating in 2010, you better believe you should get the scratches out because that coating is not coming off without 1500 grit and really (laughs) knowing how to sand we're not there today that Mm -hmm. isn't today this whole you're locking in the scratches well let me tell you something we do a lot of ppf at my shop you know what scratches are locked in none i can rip the shit off Mm -hmm. what's Mm -hmm. locked in 
if I can polish something off, what's locked in? Mm-hmm. I think people need to hear that, right? Like, again, a three to five year coating, I'm probably polishing paint every time, or I know that we are. But a one year, right. so now six to nine months, I can do it with a sealant. But 12 months, I got a problem with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The math doesn't add up. And so yep, here's yeah. the very simple process that we've developed inside of our line to help you do a wash, decon, and coat. Wash with cleanse, decon with fuego, which is our IND contamination. Use a clay mitt, which we got a, a very good clay mitt in our store. We could You could also use whatever clay you like and go right into yep. coating. Now, <clears throat> we had somebody run into an issue recently. They did this process. The whole car was deconned, and the whole car was flat, and there was no nothing left except mm-hmm. the hood. So then we have wipe, which is our panel wipe. Yep. He puts it on the hood. Mm-hmm. He's got a stripped panel. He's good to go. The only thing you're worried about with a coating lasting is the bonding to the paint, right? Exactly. If I have naked paint, however I get there, it's going to bond to the paint. And when you're talking about getting Uno to last 12 to 15 months, even a non-perfect surface, we have so much high-level ingredient in that, most people are going to see 12-plus months. But there's the very easy process in our own line. Cleanse, fuego, clay if necessary, and you don't have to clay every car. Don't forget, if it's not contaminated, don't clay it. Uh, that is an yeah. a, abrasive, and you don't need to use mm-hmm. it if it's unnecessary. And then wipe if you have any worry at all around the car because we have extreme lubrication in that formula. You're not going to mar the paint and then go right into Uno. We in my business, for the cars we do that, two-man teams, we can have a car coated, completely decon, high-level service in under two hours. And you're talking about guys making between three and $500 on that package. And we have people making $500 on that package all over the United States and high level shops doing PPF, doing expensive cars. Now hopping on this train, I'm on phone calls, constantly walking shop owners through this program. And you can't believe the kind of money some of these guys are adding to their bottom line. Or if you're just a beginner out there, what a comfortable way to get into it and not have to stick a polisher in your hand. Maybe your skills just aren't where you need them to be. It's all good, man. Don't be scared off. This is the right thing for you. And we do want to add some intermediary things to our line to allow you to get even more comfortable uh, with different type of, of detailing. But yeah, this that to me goes back to, to we got here because a lot of people in this industry have never actually detailed. It's not a knock against anybody, but I think that's where the disconnect happened. Yep. Yep, so a little bit of that old school mentality still coming through today, I think. And yeah, you're right. The new age mm-hmm. technology just doesn't seem, you know, I think there's a lot of money to be made with the uh, wash clay uh, coat method. And Uno is definitely the perfect coating to team that up with. Throw in a little glass, over-deliver, I mean, just cherry on top. Yeah. Marshall, got anything before we move on? <laughs> this live chat Q&A. <laughs> I, you know, this is the interesting part of what Nick and I always talk about. It's fun. I mean, his mindset and mindset were different, but we have this symmetry and we call it a yin and yang. It's part of us, right? Like he thinks of things differently than I do. I, I, I think of things too. And I look across the industry and I go, there were so many people that wanted you to hit over the past years, this big ticket. And that was your way. Right. right? Everybody wants a way. 
everybody wants a way in the industry to make money. Mm -hmm. And that was your way. Mm -hmm. And I was for so long saying, I get it, but this is just a time. This is just a time. You really need to have in your business that you meet the customer's needs at a much smaller level. And a lot of that just becomes yeah. because of the way I, I mean, Nick and I's journey through the industry was different until we came into HyperClean together. And, you know, my time in a car wash world of owning a car wash really made sense to me when I think of customer habits, when I think of where volume is in the industry, if you're a mobile detailer or you're a shop owner and you're young in the business and that's one to five years, let's be real. Like if you've been in the business over the past couple of years, you've been in business in a time where it's, the, the, the E-word doesn't make sense to you. Economy doesn't make sense to you. You just know that when you did things, people were coming in, mm -hmm. right? In a time where people don't have as much money, they just don't come in. And I, I shared this the other day, which was a sad, sad part for me, was somebody that I'd followed out of the, you know, there's this money group inside of Facebook that, you know, they all went down this way and there's a lot of for sale signs now. There's a lot of people selling stuff right. because it just wouldn't make sense. It's just overall the projection. If you're going to want to be in business for more than a couple of years, if you want to be in business because you, you love cleaning cars, you love polishing, you like, whatever it is in your car life and in what you enjoy doing, you want to keep doing that. Mm -hmm. so you, 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 how does somebody actually keep doing it? This, is really where it came out of. How, how, can you do more one-year coatings? Can you do more two-year coatings than these big ones? Can you can you sustain your life to where your family's happy, everybody's happy because you've got cars coming in and it just doesn't stop? I mean, you asked a question earlier, right? And the, the first thing I did was I raised I raised my hands and I did the money sign. The reason why somebody should go with Hyperclean Uno is because you're going to make a lot of money off of it. And, and I don't even want to say especially right now, people for the past five to seven years have made a lot of money on it. But right now in where we are, if you look around and you go, hey, how do I make the most money possible? It's getting cars in and servicing their needs with a, a one-year HyperClean Uno. The more people that put on HyperClean Uno, the more people mm -hmm. that come back and go, Golly, man, we're changing our packages. We're no brainer. This yeah. we're we're moving to this. It it really is their answer for right now. So it doesn't matter the past. Really, it mm -hmm. doesn't. It matters right mm -hmm. now. And right now, mm -hmm. you need HyperClean Uno. You need to get a two hundred dollar job in, a four hundred dollar job, five hundred, whatever it is. Because if you bought a product like HyperClean Uno and you spent what you would spend on hyperclean uno and you get the hundred mil bottle, it's yeah. gonna it's gonna move out ten times. You're gonna yeah. make you're gonna spend very little and make a thousand bucks. You know, oh, I yeah. always when I was starting out, when I always wanted something, I always said, and it was a low bar, and I get it, it's a low bar, but I just went, how can I add a thousand dollars to my business to my end of the month? To my family, would a thousand dollars mean a lot to me? Okay, cool. I could do a thousand. What about two? What would two thousand mm -hmm. dollars a month mean to me and my family? And there's plenty of people that listen to you that would go, God, a thousand, two thousand dollars extra a month. 
and literally your investment in Hyperplane Uno to make $2,000 extra a month is under what, 10 hours? It's under 10 hours and your investment is is under a hundred bucks. Yeah. So we, we regularly out of a hundred mil bottle to, to give guys the number. We see people make between 2,500 and 5,000 in their business, depending on their price structure. And you're talking about a hundred mil bottle, $65. So <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. that's a pretty damn good I mean, return. You know, you again, can't you can't beat it. And, and again, this isn't to tell people you got to do it, but you know, like Marty said, a couple extra cars a week, you're talking about a big, big difference there, right? You're talking about a really big yeah. difference of being able to bring in extra cars. And the one thing that I'll always push guys to is figure out your express services. That's where volume is. Volume is going to sustain you. Volume doesn't mean you got to do cheap work. That's where everybody yep. gets yep. wrong. You know, if exactly. you do a bunch of a bunch of express work, there isn't a single think of the two highest end detailing companies that are probably most prevalent on social media. And I'll tell people the behind the scenes of both of those shops, and I'm not going to use their name here, but they're the highest end shops on social media have both talked to me in the last two years about this. One started an express service that's away from mm -hmm. their location, but has their, their name on it. And they do only express services there. The other mm -hmm. one and behind their business does dealership work. And now their business has never been better. And they probably detail, two or 300 Ferraris a year, a bunch of cars in their shop, those types of things. Don't think of lower price as you not making money. That's where we've gotten a little mixed up. Yep. There you go. And uh, that's a, one last thing. The price of Uno is some price, something well, the price of other products, probably something that kept people from doing this as well. Cause those six, three, six, not even a year products, you know, were double that of Uno. So that yep. probably held a bunch mm -hmm. of people back too. But let's get us live chat Q and A. Bucky's probably like, "I got to go somewhere." <laughs> he usually <laughs> only sits around for an hour. So let's answer some questions and then get you guys out of here. We got Muchacho Grande. By the way, were some of the ultra concentrates discontinued? I seem to remember there being one or two more, but I don't know if that's permanent or a supply chain issue. So Marty, was there more ultra concentrates, or what's going on there? Uh, so our main our main core group, which we used to call the six pack. Uh, mm -hmm. S-I-X is now, it's now we just, call, we've changed the names in a bit. You know, I, the labeling on that, I, I went a little too simple. I just used, used simple letters, right? But it didn't, as you and I have talked, right? We, we keep talking about labels now and there's always people wanting to know labels or this. So we just changed the names, right? It was, it's, S is now, uh, you know, soap. and Car soap, yeah. Car soap and right. we got greaser instead of X. Mm -hmm. And I, the only thing that's changed was was B and P. Um, people just didn't buy a spray protectant in five gallons. It just, I mean, yeah, <laughs> there's right. no way to say it. Like, and people didn't buy bug cleaner in five gallons either. Like, it just, you know, the season's small. And so just, you know, yeah, that was the only thing that we didn't bring. You know, I would buy bug five gallons here, I tell you that. I was, I was going to say Jamie would be a buyer for that. He'd be the only one. <laughs> you, would, you would think that, but you would think that. But you'd be overall, shocked, man. You, you would be, I mean, ultra I guess, concentrate yeah, should ultra have worked. Con oh, you're, yeah, yeah, ultra concentrate. Yeah. They yeah, all should right. have worked. They all should have been bought on a big scale. But like Marty said, right. there was just some that guys didn't want in that quantity. I mean, even, yeah, right. my gallon of bug right now, like I diluted one to one. And it's still, you know, three quarters of the way full, and I've done there it. There you go. Who knows how many? So, so you're probably right. You buy know. five gallons, but then it would last you two years. So, yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. Papa Smurf, what's the cure time minimum for Uno? Fuel cure time 
before washing with soap. Okay, so yeah, I'm glad he asked that as a final part because people send in questions and they don't fully like cure. What is cure? You know, it's, you know, we're 12 to 24 hours, no water. You know, mm -hmm. if, listen, I'm, I've, we've done plenty of trading in Florida, here in Oklahoma, it happens too. You get random water that comes through in rain. You just, if you've got a place that you, you're in a place and you go, hey, you know, there's a, a chance that we could get rain. You just give them a towel. Say, hey, when you get home, just get it wiped off. You just, you can't have it on there wet for 12 to 24 hours. If it gets wet, mm -hmm. they just need to wipe it off. And then, yeah, one week to, to two weeks, no washing with chemicals. That's that's standard. Pretty standard. So yeah. standard stuff there. Just And yeah. I actually, I've you know, in the coating world, I kind of say this, you know, the hotter it is, the quicker every coating in the world is going to cure. Mm -hmm. So, you know, in the middle of summer, you might be a few days. I mean, yeah. you know, we're, it's 115 here in Vegas. I mean, it's not taking but five minutes for a coating to cure. And that's throughout <laughs> any coating. That's just how it works. I mean, it's just, but, you know, I like the, I always operate with uh, 12 to 24 in a week. That, that's, mm -hmm. that's sort of my numbers. Right. Yeah, just standard. Yeah, yeah, I did that audio a couple of weeks ago with, with Uno. And uh, it was like, I think I finished it night and I'd send it. I got him to pick him up the next morning. So 12 hours. I was like, oh, you're yeah. fine. Believe me, 12 hours. Yeah. It was well, here's the thing at night. You mentioned that, right? Yeah. So this is what's so interesting about the word cure. Mm -hmm. yeah. Here's the deal with our coatings. You don't have to keep them at your shop. There you go. Every yeah. single day, every single day, People pick up the car after it gets coated with hyperclean coatings. It does not have to stay at your shop. We did not put your process in a bind that you have to store a car overnight. Your car, after you put on the coating, can get picked up by the customer and taken home. If there's rain possibly, give them a towel that when they get home, they wipe it off. They can pick up their car. If you're using a hyperclean ceramic coating, they can pick it up that day. You no longer have to store it in your bay. Mm -hmm. There you go. Cool. The only reason I kept it overnight because I probably finished it at about 10 because I work at night pretty much at the moment. So I understand, but I had to say <laughs> oh, yeah. that because oh, yeah. that yep, is a go. thing that people ask. Yep. Yeah. So Big Red got, do you gentlemen recommend more than one layer for any of the ceramics or do you recommend one and done? Yep. Multi-layer technology's been out of date for a long time. Marty highlighted this before anybody in the industry, basically. Uh, basically, a way to think about our coatings is the old technology of base layer and top coat, uh, which is the original way you put coatings on. The base layer and mm -hmm. top coat are now mixed together by chemistry, and they're both in one. Uh, you can actually attest to this, Jamie. When you put our coatings on, it's like the old top coat where it's super slick. Uh, mm -hmm. The reason it's super slick is because the top coat is already, in, you know, in the coating system. So, yeah, if you guys are in multi-layer coating still, you're not only wasting time, you're on some really old technology uh, because most right. people don't realize that is severely old technology. Probably at this point about 22 years old, actually. Because <laughs> uh, original has... coatings were in 2000, just so everybody knows. Right. That's sure. kind of when it was. You're about 22 years into that. I'd say, uh, yeah, you might want to move on from the multi-layer. Yeah, about that time. Big Red's also asked, what's next for HyperClean? What's the five-year plan, fellas? Climate. Yeah. 
I love the word big red. I'd like to, I'd like to retire in the next five years. If we're asking you know, what I'd like to have happen. Yeah. Like you uh, buy all the Marillacs, all the towels. <laughs> if you guys being honest, sell here, out yeah. everything in the store every day for the next five years. I could retire. Yeah. Uh, right. I mean, that's a question. funny joke, right? But in, in the real transparency, Nick and I were talking earlier, right? Like we were using an example of somebody named Barry McGuire, right? Like, Yep. What would it be like to actually build a company that stood the test of time, that had that stamp on the industry that was overbuilt, right? I mean, since him, this was one of the things we questioned, like, since what they've done, who else has really done? I mean, yeah. there's a couple of things that have shot up and you got some people that, 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 that built and then got bought out. And, you know, that seems to be the thing, right? Like, and they're never the same. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like what would it be like to not be a sellout and to have a a company that was built by, and listen, I, I say this very specifically because those of you that are listening that are one to two years into your business and you're, you're going, I got this business. I'm so excited. I've got customers coming in. I'm cleaning some cars and I, I'm, I'm, I've got some people that keep asking about getting their cars cleaned. And I, I'm me and Nick were both there, man. I mean, I specifically was there. Yeah. I know I can't, I mean, I can speak specifically for myself. So to be where we are today and to think what would five years, what would, I mean, I'm a guy that was 20 years scrubbing carpets as a mobile detailer. So, right what do I want? It, it was, it was said the other day to Nick by somebody that we work with while we're building out products and working like to really make sure we have something overbuilt. He said, you guys are different from everybody. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. you want to take over. Yeah. <laughs> and we go, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Yeah, we don't think of it that way. We we got into detailing not as a not as like you know we hear this all the time, and there was somebody that was you know recently on podcast talking about it, like they they didn't understand why people got into the business of it, and they were so they loved their the, what the results they did, and they loved their talents and other thing, and they they never understood why people got into it and just ran it as a business. Mm-hmm. So how do we? Right. You, you, you see the symmetry, right? You see what, how do we take people that have actually been able to, in this industry, leave their job, which was me or Nick work at a job, but get the best pay that he could find and work his system to where he didn't take just an hourly and he take a piece. And he grew mm-hmm. a massive business his way with another guy that just was out mobile detailing, cleaning carpets, trying to figure it out, scrubbing his way through. And then we both come together to form what we say is overbuilt products, yeah. process, and purpose. And so I think to overall answer your question, Jamie, and the, 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 the guy about five years, what happens mm-hmm. in five years? I think that last one, there's few people that can actually put together products and props process and not just say that word passion, wake up every day with passion, no purpose. The only way you're going to get through 
and this is somebody that's been exactly where you, the listener, are, the only way you get through is with purpose, determination, mm -hmm. guts, stamina, and to keep rolling. So what does five years look like? To quote the people that we already talked about, man, it's fucking takeover. Like that's yeah. we, mm -hmm. our products will not, we will not put out something that is less than anybody else. We will have every product superior. Our process yeah. will be dialed in and our purpose is overbuilt. Yeah. Uh, there you, go. Very said, cool. you know, for me to fight the five year thing is that's hard. Uh, because mm -hmm. I didn't think I'd be here <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think that's a tough question. It's a good question, but look, man, it's, if I'm not having fun, I'm not going to do it. Um, and that's kind of a goofy word to say because not everything you do in business is fun and, and you got to deal with a lot of headache, but we're having a lot of fun and we have a lot of headache on the other side, but good headache, right? We, we got to get things right. right. I, I would see for us a pretty a pretty strange next five years because I, when I start seeing how the numbers are working now, meaning people coming into our orbit and people signing up for specialist group and all this kind of stuff, it, it's happening so fast. It doesn't feel like it. Mm -hmm. But what I hope in the next five years is we, we still have everybody's support. You know, that's what I hope yeah. is, that, is that we are doing the right things. And, Jamie, you're privy to some stuff. We got some apparel and some stuff on the on the on the burner here that I think when we start to really really get some projects buttoned up, people are going to be surprised what the next twelve months look like. Because uh, with Jamie's help and other people's input, I think we're starting to build some really cool things behind the scenes that are about to pop. And there you go. That's going to wrap this up. And a uh, perfect, perfect, perfect ending right there, guys. Perfect. Wrap putting Very a good, good bow on it. Nice cherry on top. And uh, like Marty said. Uh, uh, what did you say? <laughs> there he goes. Uh, dang, I lost it. The, th I the lost three it, but P's. I put in my post. Oh, the takeover. I put in my Instagram post ah. when I was hyping up. The, you know, this that the hyperclean takeover rolls on. That's literally what this feels like to me. So that's why y'all are the movement, first part man. two. It's a movement. Yep, y'all are the yeah. first part two to happen on this podcast because I think so much is coming out of hyperclean at the moment that you it's going to take maybe three or four more episodes before you know we get to like it. Nick just hinted at more stuff's on. See, I'll be back on again in probably a couple months. We'll be talking about yeah. all kinds of stuff. And this is the I longest so, podcast. Man. I can't so thank you guys enough, man. I can't thank you guys enough. Thank you. Yes. Appreciate it, Nick. You can follow them at, at HyperClean Store. Uh, Marty, any more uh, plugs you want to drop? Is that it? Uh, Find some it. polishing. You know, Find some polishing uh, podcast. Uh, HyperClean Specialist yeah. Group on Facebook. They got all kinds of plugs, people. So go what follow about all the <laughs> Like TikTok and TikTok at HyperClean yeah. Store. You can hey, we're not uh, on Jamie's level. We gotta, we gotta get some behind the scenes <laughs> advice on the TikTok here. Maybe we gotta flip the foam cannon a little bit more or something. Get to Foam Town yeah. USA over here. I think we need more Nick on the TikTok. Is what I'm thinking. Hey! Oh, <laughs> hey! Got across see Nick the over there, so, there, you yeah, so there you go. Now it's getting, now it's getting real. There you go. Uh -huh. All right, bro. Follow us. We'll, this will be a podcast tomorrow. Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Uh, give us the five star review. Uh, Dusty Guard, hit me up in the the DM somewhere. Mm. Follow Alex at Bucky VW. We'll catch you next week. We got to end this with a bang. So we're going back to Jay Suds. Hyper clean rap to kick us to end this off. And uh, we'll <laughs> catch you out next week on the podcast. Thanks for coming, everybody.
If you like the detail, even keep the car clean. Here's a brain, gotta try. Car hyper clean. Use ceramic snow for the hydrophobic foam. You can use the bug to remove the guts. When I'm looking for protection, then I reach for the slick. Cause it leaves a nice gloss and it's super quick. If you like the detail, even keep the car clean. Here's a brain, gotta try. And it's called hyper clean.